Happy Christmas to you. Good Okay, here we go. Um, welcome to Leeds, Therefore I Am. That's the name of the podcast. It's not the name of the podcast, um, though, is it? It's I Leeds, Therefore I Am. What did I so say? you've started off by getting yeah. the name of the podcast wrong. You also sang Happy Christmas to the tune of Happy did Birthday. You... You've had a nightmare. Despite, yes, but I've done that for several reasons. All of them... It's uh, subversive. Uh, I see. It, You're a genius. I, I Listen, I think if... If you're going to have a really famous birthday, like Jesus quite clearly does, he yeah, needs yeah. to do more on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I'm sick. he's he's been he's, he's MIA, as far as I'm concerned. So famous that his birthday is celebrated yeah. on the pagan fe- festival for midwinter. Ooh, controversial. I'm not going to say that. I'm a, I'm a it's, cult- theory, it's, it's cultural appropriation, if you ask me. Yeah. So, talking about cultural appropriation, yeah. I tried to get you to do this podcast, and you're on the bog defecating. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an excuse. That's a fitting excuse. I'm on the bog. Okay? Let me you tell t- you, I imagine let, you do most of your business in there. <laughs> let me tell you something. Um, we're in the anecdote section, aren't we? Um, because we basically do... We? We, we ignore leads, don't we? You know, we talk about mm-hmm. leads uh, in, in a cursory way. Um, mm. So, I um, have started eating more healthily and exercising yeah. more and the exercising has not gone as smoothly as i thought in the um, why is that well i've been i've been going swimming um and oh yeah well when floating I've, when i've anyway. had the when i've had the, i don't i have no natural buoyancy we, i don't either but that's not this isn't the time or no, place to discuss no, it no no, yep. no no but so you you tell me what you do on this. You've not been swimming for ages, but you've been swimming on holiday. You know, that sort of thing. You've got an option to book the slow lane, the medium lane, or the fast lane. Mm. Now, only Mavericks are booking the fast lane. That's the greased-up, goose-fatted, cap-wearing, goggle-wearing, nose-thing-wearing torpedoes are in the fast lane. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that arrogant to put myself in the fast lane. At seven o'clock in the morning right. at the local right. leisure centre, right. right? But the slow lane—that's mm. that's that's where the almost deads live. That's yep. that's yep. where they're yep. basically walking and doing doing water aerobics. So I yep. very confidently put myself in the medium lane, mm. which turns out is a lane full of extremely competent and extremely yep. fast swimmers. Yep. Yep. There was a guy doing the breaststroke and genuinely putting his head in the water. Mm. So see you're 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 pitching this to the wrong person because swimming I'm my swimming ability is very similar to my footballing ability. Um in as much as it's non existent, yeah. I can't swim. Yeah. So what I do is I'm like a water tourist. Yeah. I yeah. like being near water, I like yeah. looking at it. Yeah. When I'm in it, yeah. When I'm in it, it's like this crazy 18 stone. You can't see them, but I've got those things blown up on my arms. Yeah. yeah. In my head, I'm like, it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to be okay. But, but yeah. Uh, Listen, no, matter, no, matter, no, no matter how much you blow them up, they're not keeping yeah. that 18 stone. Blow. But you what know, that you leave, know what's what, weird? Go on. Is, is it the knot in my stomach weighs about 40 stone? And so I get in water, even if I'm sit down in it, up, up, like it just comes above mm. my waist. I, I feel like I start planning my funeral. Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, that, I I start thinking, oh, I don't know what's going on here. That that leads me to why I was on the toilet because <laughs> I have become extremely irregular since changing my eating habits and swimming more. I don't know what it is about the water, but it is something. So when I've got to you, go, you, I've got. To I go. imagine you swim. I imagine you swimming is very similar to what happens in your toilet when you flush. I imagine you know. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a splashy <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we. I'm going to start off with a really controversial. No, 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 opinion. don't stop. No, stop, no, stop, I'm stop. going to. No, 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 I'm not no, going to stop. No, 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 no. Let me ask you a question, because this is actually this is where the non the unprofessional loiters in the professional. Okay. When yeah. are you going to When are you going to start playing football again? Oh no, I'm still injured, mate. I I don't know about anybody who's listening. Whether you're of a certain it's because you're age, a lead supporter. It's, where, it's, it's, it's yeah, that's it. The, it's come down the wires. <laughs> the curse. Um, one of the one of the things I like when you reach a certain age, injuries. You don't have the confidence that oh, this injury, I'll I'll, I'll just get over soon. Like I've been injured since August, and yeah. I genuinely don't know now whether it's psychological or real. But I'm unwilling to test myself in even more than a light jog. 
That's why I'm yeah. swimming in the slow lane, mate. Yeah. That's why I'm swimming in the slow yeah. lane. Low impact, low impact. Um, so the so, thing is, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going back to football until you go back to football. And so this is a problem for me because even though I have the an air of like an 18 stone Kenneth Williams yes. when I'm playing football, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I I look like one of those blokes off of the bounty advert that's in a dress. Um, <laughs> But then when the ball comes near me, I'm like, oh, Christ. Oh, look, oh, don't don't be too hard. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of that about it. So, yeah. okay, so... Uh, so I've still got time to, to... Okay, I've still got time to lose weight and, and get some skill then. Oh, mate, okay, that's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll be like, I think I'm going to need a bionic reconstruction of my left ankle. But it's COVID, yeah. mate. It's COVID. I've 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 wanted wow. physiotherapy. It's COVID, though. Waiting, it's absolutely outrageous. NHS is on its ass, mate. It's disgusting, isn't it? I blame Brexit. Just get it done, mate. Do you want to talk about West Ham? I'm going to start with a controversial opinion about West Ham. Yeah. I find they it. Will... I find it hard to dislike West Ham. What do you find hard? Uh... Uh... Mathematics. Uh, I'm not sure I do. Talking to strangers. Um, (laughs) I've, I've, West West Ham for me, one of those teams where like for years I just didn't care. And then I thought, oh, I kind of respect them because they play in a certain style. Now I'm finding them annoying for lots of different reasons because I'm being pedantic. So like their stadium is terrible. Yes, it is. Um, It's not a football stadium. When we played them the other day, and their rough, tough players fall over every five minutes, uh, and I'm thinking, oh god, like okay, so there's, I don't hate them, but they're well and truly wandered into um, Everton territory. Where well, well, th- I, I'm it, moving this is more what towards done. disliking them than liking them. This is what he's done. Like he's turned them into the Everton that he used to manage as Moyes, and 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 I think you know, fair dues to him. Like like I, I, I what I yeah, you want to know what happened there, don't we? You well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, it's like that. I tell you what, that you know, it's that acumen. It's yeah. that it's that level of gravitas yeah. where you you had a whole speech there, and I've just yeah. floored you. You have. I'm, I'm gone. I I, I just yeah. think I think they made us look a little bit more exciting as well. And we and, and so I I find it hard not to give them credit for that too. Like, listen, it, I, I'm yeah. glad I'm glad we're out of the cup. I'm 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 delighted. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. B- because Bielsa at the moment. I'm, I think he's working a miracle in that our first eleven is effectively, apart from Melier, is 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 injured, and so I, I, we actually looked like we could string a pass together. We looked like we had a level of intensity. I quite liked the battles that were going on. It didn't feel like so Antonio up front, like having wrestling matches with Yorente, with the young lad who just come in as well that we got, I think, from Celtic, isn't it? Or um, like I just think. Is it Gelde? Is that is that how it's pronounced? Gelde? Hilda? Hilda? Hilda. Um, I think... Yeah. Yeah. Hilda? Hang on, wait there. Because you know, you're wandering into Muppet, Muppet territory there. Okay, sorry. Hilda? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the same, 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 same. Call, um, him, call him John. John. John, yeah. So, yeah, like, John. the wrestling matches that Antonio is having with him, like, it didn't feel like when we were playing Burnley. And I hated mm. Burnley. Like every single one of their players just seemed like a disgrace. Like they, it, they, it's like they, they were so anti-football. You used to love Burnley. I, I did. I, I honest, but Brexit they're not. Football. They're, Brexit it ball. is Brexit ball. Brexit ball. Yeah, I, I just think that there's something about West Ham that actually played into our hands a little bit, which gives me a little bit of confidence for the the league game. I still don't. Do, think we're are you not? Win. You not? Are you not? Are you not concerned that you're accepting? Tears of defeat. Oh, like Stockholm syndrome in some ways. That defeat is <laughs> defeat is my captor in which I'm I'm falling in love. Just, just that thing of like, oh, I thought we were going to be awful. We turned out we were okay, but we still lost. Next match, we were really good. We were unlucky and we lost. Yeah. Next match people, after that, yeah, people we were that absolutely that, trash. We deserve yeah. to lose. People that do that online really annoy me, and I complain yeah. to you about them you all do, the time. You, 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 you diatribes. You do it quite a bit. Just smear, smearing my feces yeah. over the wall with like their names <laughs> and just looking at it with anger. Yeah. No, but I, I just think I, I actually thought the game. Yeah, I'm doing it. I, I didn't think we played too badly, uh, considering yeah, who we've not. got. But 
Yeah. Um, you know who you know the kind of people that do that. You know, you know uh, they they tend to be and this is quite a, a generalization but they tend to be from Dukesbury. Yeah. <laughs> Duke, they? Dukesbury. Yeah. I've got quite a lot to say about Dukesbury to be honest. Um but you know there there's 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 lots that I could say about Dukesbury. Um Yeah. The fact that it, it's uh, a pretentious <laughs> place that pretends to be the cultural capital of an area, but actually is full of uh, chavs wandering around the city centre looking for <laughs> things to do with its singular nightclub, which is yeah. a Canadian-themed nightclub, randomly. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? The Maple Leaf? I, I couldn't tell you, because the day I visit Tewkesbury is the day mm. that my coffin has been redirected from the grave that it's driving to. Right, got you. What's your particular beef with Tewkesbury? I've got no particular beef with Tewkesbury. It's just a stain on the map. And I think anybody from Tewkesbury who feels (laughs) like they have the right to have an opinion and somehow has made it through Tewkesbury's education system and can write (laughs) and decides to type things on social media, if they've somehow managed to get through those hoops and still think that I might care even a little bit about what they're saying... Well, they're on, Stu. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I can tell. I don't even know who you're referring to there. You're I'm referring not referring to, to anyone to specifically. No. But if there is a Leeds fan from Tewkesbury, mm. yeah. if there is a Tewkesbury white, you could say. Oh, yeah, because yeah, white is, you know, uh, 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 you know, part of the vernacular for a Leeds yeah. fan. Yeah, go on. But if, that's to say if, there is one. If yeah. there is a Tewkesbury white. Um, mm. Scum. Steaming, unmitigated <laughs> pile of utter and yeah. devastatingly irrelevant mm. fecal matter that I <laughs> like will. What you like, like you, the kind that you passed before we were doing this podcast. No, the type that I stood <laughs> that, on. Did that have an air of dignity? <laughs> the type that I stood on. There was no dignity about what was happening there, mate. <laughs> on my way out. But it was so irrelevant that it didn't even carry enough of a stench for me to wipe it off my shoe. I just let it crust over and eventually flake off. Yeah. yeah, Like the skin of my dead heel. Mm. Mm. Anyway, but that's that's hypothetical because I'm never going to visit Tewkesbury. West Ham, West Ham. Yeah. So listen, we, we, we were, despite, listen, despite... A very precarious um, penalty decision, and then just basically the cherry on the cake for them. Um, it, 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 it would have been hard push to say we were, we were anywhere near a result for that. I think. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, I think the offside thing was just so abject. It wasn't the reason we lost the game, but no, at the no, same no, no. time, that you spoke about this last season. Mm. Five decisions not going our way. Is not yeah. a conspiracy. 10, 15, 20, you begin to think, what is it that's going on? Is it that the standard of refereeing is so shockingly bad for all teams, but we're so siloed I, that we only see our team? Or I don't think you'll hear another I don't think you'll hear another fan outside of the top six disagree with you. Yeah. I think that's where we're at with that. Well, then it's just so. I mean, VAR was supposed to have been sorted this season, but it seems to have somehow even got worse. It's like rather than mm. trying to run away mm. from the contentious decisions, which is where the issue was, VAR now seems to be the thing. It's like, oh, we could add a little bit more drama or spice to this. Uh, you know, let's mm. let's relook at that again. Yes, no, that's absolutely fine. And, and what what really annoys me is the go, fact oh, that oh, careful, sailor. Yeah, go on. What really annoys me is that the idea of the spirit of the law has just completely and utterly gone. So Mm. there's a very specific technicality that is applied that that actually isn't still accurate. It isn't applying the rule well, because actually quite a lot Mm. of these rules, quite a lot of these laws, the spirit behind them is what governs them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the fact that his his foot didn't actually touch the ball, that's not what we need to be focusing on. No. Well, it's interesting because what you what you see is like mistake compounded into another mistake. So if you watch it again, I was explaining to someone at work um, 
who didn't watch the match like the issue. Mm. And when I was showing him the replay, I was so lost in the kind of fug of fury at the time yeah. that when I when I showed it again, they weren't even looking at that. They were looking for the offside as the shot came in. Yes, on the replay. Yeah. So the replay that the VAR was showing and asked the referee to to consider, it wasn't even the right bit. It wasn't no. even the right thing they were looking at. And yeah. and I just thought, oh, you know. And then I watched the Man United match the, the day after against Villa. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's getting to the point now. Like, I think I've said it before, but I remember when I was growing up, I had to, uh, something happened, I, don't, I can't remember, but I, I turned to my dad and said, dad, this isn't fair. You know, this decision is completely wrong. And he said, don't worry. Um, 38 games, it evens itself out. You know, it might seem unfair now, but remember that penalty from before, or remember that free kick, or remember that goal mm. that was disallowed. It evens itself out. Complete fallacy now. Yeah. Complete fallacy. The Aston Villa match um, with Manchester United, it was quite openly um, a, a, a kind of um, political yeah. toing and froing between VAR and the referee of who didn't want to take responsibility for what was happening at that moment. And, and I, think, that. I, I think as well, like, the reason that we're not there's not more uproar is because we are siloed. So it's yeah. probably rare that we as Leeds fans would be looking at that decision um, with the mm, same level yeah. of intensity and scrutiny as we look at our, yeah, yeah. our decisions. But and on it, top of that, every every day, every day, no, there's football on again. We'll talk about it. We might talk about it later. But we're yeah. drowning in football at the minute. Yeah. Um, every day you check out what the result was from the previous day. Were there any um, upsets? Um, who scored? Was it a leading person that you're kind of looking out for? And then the last thing you check was, you know, the same way as players now don't even celebrate goals. Yeah. Um, you, you check to see if um, were there any goals given that shouldn't have. Yeah. That, it's that, as simple as that. It's, it's now pathetic. part of it's now part of the the routine, isn't it? Yeah. And it, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's I mean it it's there's a lot of things that have been bungled. Um, over the time in terms of like football mm-hmm. and and new laws. Your sexuality. In. Yeah, yeah, big one. <laughs> Big one. <laughs> well, not very big, but carry on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're better than that, Stu. I'm not. No, that's true. But the thing is, <laughs> again, again, as part of this discussion I had with someone, um, they were referencing other sports. I'm not that au fait with other sports, but yeah. I'm, I'm au fait enough to know, I've been, I'm a big rugby fan, you know, to know that it's been going so well yeah. um, over the years it's been going. But then I thought a little bit more outside the box and thinking... Tennis, you know, when they get that opportunity to say, I think that was wrong, and then yeah. you get like a striking system. Yeah. I think it would be an incredible innovation in football yeah. if the captain of a football team actually acts like a captain and approaches the referee about a certain moment and says, I would like us to use our opportunity to question that, please. Yeah. If it comes back as, you know, again, you've got to look at the quality of the VAR referee, you've got to look at the quality of the referee on the pitch, obviously. But if yeah. it comes back as being, you know what, that he was right. Yeah. He was right. That that wasn't that yeah. should have been. Then you get another opportunity, and you get another opportunity yeah. until it runs out. Until you say, until you needlessly say, "I feel hard done by," and the referee says, "No, that was correct. That's it. You finish. No more questioning, please." Yeah, I think that'd be an incredible system. If if the introduction of VAR to the Premiership was likened to a parochial town. I would probably describe it as the <laughs> the, the Tewkesbury of intervention. It is to football what Tewkesbury is to, say, evolution. Yeah, it's a breeding ground for carrot-crunching pond life. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it, it's the place, it's the town that doesn't even have a McDonald's or a Burger King that has yeah, the yeah, illegally yeah, named yeah, yeah, Burger yeah, yeah. Star. You know, Burger Star. You know, it, it, it's, the, it's the town where a yeah. night out in Chavsville, you you stop off at the Burger Star first. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, go, yeah, yeah. you you hang out. You get your fifteen hundred calories. You, you go out. For you your hang eight out pints of, outside of rip off lager. The yeah. Bargain Booze Shop. It's not called anything else. <laughs> bargain Booze is it? Bargain yeah. Booze, and then yeah. you head off to the Canadian nightclub that has moose heads inside. Yeah. And there you find all the single mums desperately searching for a name to put on their CSA form on the prowl. Yeah. Well, let, let me tell you. That's that's what <laughs> VAR is that, to the Premier That is not what our grandfathers died in war for. And I tell you what, that's 21st century Britain. And I tell you one more other thing, Si, you're welcome to it. <laughs> <laughs> 
So listen, let's let's move on. Let's move on because there's there's some hot topics that are mm-hmm. on the horizon. Um, so we're going to very quickly, very swiftly, enter the conversational lubrication that is the question zone. Our baby's What's more important, politics or family? If there is a god, where the hell is he? How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Is Keir Starmer really the Antichrist? When will Wayne Rooney grow into his ears? What the hell is football anyway? Question Okay, so the question zone consists of two different um, areas. The first one is, I know it's something, it's a hot topic you want to talk about, hot potato injuries <laughs> i find it a bit boring but i'm relying on you to be interesting the second one is we're going to talk about transfers <laughs> that's not a question no that's no. not a question you've entered the question zone no. and you've delivered no, a so statement we're going to talk about <laughs> you've started <Yeah>. the question <clears throat> zone with a statement so we're going to talk about injuries and we talk about transfers okay number one talk to me about injuries <laughs> no listen um so there's a question um What's your problem with injuries? It's bo- it, it, aren't you bored? Aren't you bored now? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm bored by the injuries. But the, what I'm sorry about stuff. Sorry about stuffing. It's just that my nose is filled with stuff. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> what I what I'm interested in. Where are they all coming from? Because this is insane. Now the under twenty threes are all getting injured. Is it methodology? Have we got a really really bad strength and conditioning department? Let me tell you something. Or, Let me tell you. Or something. are we really Every really unlucky? Time we sit down and talk about this. I'm the one that comes out and says, <clears throat> I'm sick of this, I'm sick of that, I'm sick of the other. And you tell this to me the same thing every single time. And it's now the party line for me um, when representing this podcast on Twitter. And I say, you either want Bielsa or you don't. And when people go, oh, no, no, yeah, so, uh, oh, yeah I do. No, shut, shut up, shut up, shut up. And when they, people go, oh, no, yeah, I do. I go, right, okay, stop talking to them. Because you either want him or you don't. You either want the transfers, you want the injuries, you want the playing style, you want the personnel, you want it or you don't. You don't have half measures. What do you want? So let me tell you the same, let me ask you the same question. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> do you want Bielsa or do you not? I do want Bielsa. He's mutually exclusive. Done. All right, well, it's done. Answered. <laughs> All right, then. But it's, we'll play it's, our so, under-19s. So, so no, 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 no. What you're doing is you do it like you, the, this is this is what you do when a when a toddler tries to do philosophy. They change the rules as they go halfway through. I'm you not changing the rules. Well, you are. You're saying, oh, I won't be able to, but I, I don't want all the things that come with them. Listen, they do murderable five days a week. That's a never. Two hundred and fifty injuries is not Bielsa. Like I, what 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 I'm saying is, I and the question I'm simply asking you. is. Me, you make me physically sick. Yeah, go on. Tell me them. Tell me them. Work your way out of this. Where, where does the blame lie for for this massive injury list? Now, I don't think murderable is purely to blame for this, but is is our strength and conditioning work? Is our medical team? Are are they not doing something? Is it that we are just so extraordinarily? badly hit that this is like a freak once in every 20 years will we have this sort of injury crisis that's my feeling i don't know that's um, my feeling but the the answer to, to answer your bielsa question it, if if we stay up this season mm. i would say that is a better and greater achievement to what happened last season someone on twitter today said if leeds united stay up the season it's the it's the most outstanding thing that's ever happened in the premier league I think that's that we, a that's a massive statement. Yeah, no, and I, I think it was roundly mocked. But the point is, that's that's I think that's where some people are at in terms of like yeah. playing the violin. Uh, the fact is, you take what comes. My 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 issue is, my issue is this. Listen, when when injuries occur within a professional team like a football team, they mm. they, they they're, they're mapped. People make yeah. educated guesses and risks on what's going to work and what's not going to work and all the rest of it. What's happening recently, which I find a little bit peculiar, is that they don't know what what what's wrong with them, you know. Yeah. And we see Bamford the other day; he's got he's got this phantom kind of hip problem. And there's certain issues where you start to see the beginning of the end. Now, I'm not saying it's the end of Bamford. What I'm saying is, that if someone has an an Achilles problem, 
there's, yeah. there's there's a tried and tested and measured and it probably exists somewhere in an American kind of medical practice what you know yeah. expensive way of dealing with that if someone has a calf injury if someone has muscle problems etc etc when you start dealing with like and like the mechanisms of the body like the hips or you know you know what I mean like the real fundamental yeah. things where a yeah. person has to run differently or they have to kind of think differently about how they move their body that's for me at the end of every match at the end of every match there's something wrong with someone and some of the time you know Bielsa came out the other day and said <clears throat> I've never seen this in my whole life yeah and, and and he doesn't know sometimes what's wrong with individuals that for me is a problem because then they're not measured risks that are no. being taken saying we know this person's got an ankle problem but we really need them back in so what we're going to do is going to have some injections we'll give them the ice treatment we'll do this and the other we'll get them back it might be a little bit early but we know that mm. the problem the problem that will occur will be their ankle again yeah Bamford, Bamford was out with something came and then and then before he even got managed to come back in training he has a new problem and it's I think personally it's it, it, it's too it's too intensive yeah it's too intensive yeah but would, who would you change it with? Um, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is it's too intensive. But and maybe actually what we're seeing here is a crossover between the quality and standard and conditioning of the players. Now, mm. <clears throat> I mean, it might be a bit of an overshoot to say this, but if you think about the best players in the world, of course they get injured. But um, I think their conditioning is incredible. You know, yeah. and, and their athleticism is next level. So maybe there's something there about taking players up to the next strata of playing well, yes. but not taking into account their physiology and anatomy yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff. You can't, you don't, you don't create amazing soldiers by just drilling them into the ground necessarily. You've got to take into account the soft spots. You've got to take into account their weaknesses and try to play, play with the other bits of their other strengths, and then and then and then condition their weaknesses. And so for me, Luke Hayling. For me, Mateus Click. For me, um, I guess I would say, you know, even like someone like Stuart Dallas, I would say, if you want to keep getting the best out of them, you mm. can't. You can't keep treating them the same way that you would treat an 18, 19 year old that you, you want yeah. to get into incredible shape. And you also can't treat them the same way that you would treat um, certain other players that. that, that you need to take their anatomy and their physiology and everything into account. Otherwise, what will happen is they won't go from Leeds United in the next year or two as not being good enough and then go down to, to your Brentfords or or your Newcastles or, 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 or your West Broms and the rest of it. They'll be on the on yeah. the scrap heap, full stop. Yeah, they'll that's be, a they'll fair be point. I think for sure is kind of like the, the, the example that proves the rule in a way because for yeah. me, that guy is he's coming back to being really strong. He's a really great player. Um, he's had a two-year holiday. Yeah, yeah, he has, and he's been comfortable, and he's been he's conditioned, and and in some ways, you look at him and he's you know, he's fresh, he's vital, his crumbly custard cream bones seem to have kind of come back into some kind of shape and some kind of form, and it, has to, it, has, to, yeah. it has to be that he has to be that he's rested, and he's yeah. he's got an inner kind of peace about what he's doing and the rest of it, and, and he. Now he actually came back when we actually needed him instead of coming back mm. at his own pace in a way. And so he now has the urgency of the moral imperative of the entire team. Like, I need to help this team be better. Um, and is, this had, what, it, is this, is this what season four Bielsa looks like? Because <sighs> season, season three Bielsa was a revelation. But maybe season four Bielsa is, and I think you're onto something here, where, because the, the names you've mentioned are all guys that were with Bielsa in season one. Mm. Season one Bielsa players looked like mad, scared rabbits in the headlights yeah. and kind of almost got us there. Season two Bielsa had the madness, but less rabbit in the headlights, a little bit more pragmatism and a little bit more of that conditioning. Season three was just a revelation. Maybe season four is, maybe, maybe we've reached the summit. And actually, you're right. These guys, their body has just said, you know, three years. You, maybe you, you, maybe Bielsa's a three-year rotation and that's don't, why he doesn't stay at places for a long time. You don't get an above-average player to become a great player, I, I, again, by getting an, an extra one and a half pounds of fat off of his organs. No, no that's you know, a fair point. Yeah. You don't... You can... 
And you know, some, when I when I look at the Premier League, sometimes I think to myself, who are the players that I would bend over backwards to have? And if I look at a couple of them, for instance, like your Tielemans, I mean, mm. that guy live, he's one of the laziest players I've ever seen play the game live. Yeah. Sometimes he's walking, sometimes his hands are on his hips, and actually, football games are won and lost in seven to ten second spurts yeah. of energy. And. Yeah. And sometimes I think to myself, I love the idea that we're so fit and so up for it and all the rest of it. But some players we like have Dan, to be. Dan James and Jack Harrison, yeah. you know, it's like, it, yeah, okay, so you're on the hamster wheel. So you can outpace people and the rest of it. But it's the finesse, it's the creativity. How much have we miss Pablo? You know, how much have we miss? you know, how much are we celebrating the one player in our team that has that innate ability yeah. to, to, to pull out a pass or pull out a run? We still miss him. We still miss him. Yeah. Like, I think there was a reason why the Leeds fans went over and, and watched him play in his club over in Spain. Yeah, yeah. And part part of it was, you know, what he did. He became one of the legends of the, the club in terms of getting us up. But also, I think there was this tacit understanding that yeah. we haven't replaced Pablo make, make no anywhere near what we needed. Make no mistake, we will survive this season. And I, th- I think we'll survive it healthily. But mm. that isn't because we're fitter than the bottom three teams. It's because we have better players than the bottom three teams. And and a genius manager. Uh, uh, yeah, and a genius manager who will just pounce at the right time. And, yeah. and actually, I think it will look fairly... I think it will flatter to deceive when, at the end of the yeah. season. I, I still believe that. But you can't outrun skill. You can't outrun... Mm. I don't know. You know, team team is important. And and we see we are seeing really famous examples at the minute in the league of teams that are falling apart, but have pretty good individual players. Um, yeah. The best team in the league by far have both. They're fit. They're a team, and they have incredible individual players. Um, but I'm I'm just I'm just a bit worried that there's this sense of. It's a little bit of like the analogy of like how when you're in the middle of a hole, how do you get out? Like, well, it's just dig us a dig our way out, and so it's like that. That uh, is that is the Leeds way at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, and and it's just like, dig faster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm running ten miles a day. Well, then run eleven. And yeah. It's like oh well, you know maybe that's not it. You know maybe that's not it. And I know there's more to it than that. And I'm certainly no scholar when it comes to this, but it just concerns me. Let's talk about transfers because we've gone on about injuries too long and yeah. it's boring. Yeah. So we've been we've been linked with we've been linked with a Lazio striker that scored one goal in thirty plus games. Sounds we have um, we've even got some Leeds fans turning around saying why didn't we sign Chris Woods when he was obviously available we've for twenty five million. Well, we've got we have had links at the end of December which sounded really exciting, which has basically been told to us through certain mediums, whether it's. Um, match day notes from uh, Kinnear or or, or in, it, in other mediums to do with um, FFP or da, 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 the rest of it um, that we're not going to be splashing the cash in January. We're we're walking wounded. Um, I don't want to have fillers coming in. No. Um, it concerns me when we're linked with championship players. It does concern me, and I do I do know that be also can can turn people around, but. We haven't got eighteen months. I, I want I want to see some marquee signings every now and then. Like you know, yeah, yeah. Kamara, we were talking about Kamara that. was incredible. Yeah. When when someone said Kamara, yeah. immediately I'm like, okay, yeah. right now we're in the big time. Now this is happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's he's he's wanting hundred eighty grand a week, and so the chat out there is um, forget it because we're not going to pay that. Um, there's some good news, you know. Phillips is going to sign a contract. I think um, Rafinha is going to sign a contract as well, even if that just means that he's helping us get a payday in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that. Fair enough. But we need our replacement goalkeeper is not good. We're thin at the back. We have yeah. no sense. We need at least two central midfielders. We've also just sent one of our one of our defenders Drama. off on loan for the rest yeah. of the season. Yeah, uh, Drama, who who actually didn't look out of place. And that people are um, saying in the next year or, or, or so yeah. will be a, a premiership standard. Yeah, it's concerning. I, we've got exciting things happening. It's just I'm a bit bored of being excited by potential and I want to see perhaps a couple of examples of the finished products put on a lead shirt. It might be quite nice. And we've I, had a, we've had I, a I don't young really lad come in, haven't we? 
Um, we've had the young lad come in under the, for the under twenty threes. Bit of a sort of maverick wonder yeah. kid striker, sort yeah. of a championship manager S- from Espanyol. Yeah, championship manager signing that you know you rave teammates about three seasons yeah. in. It's like oh look, he's he's finishing twenty now. Yeah, his work rate's three. Um, <laughs> but the the uh, but um, but the thing is, we are so so. Imagine I turn up at your A and E. Oh yeah. And I have got a broken femur. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ribs are a mess, mm-hmm. and my liver has been lacerated. Mm-hmm. But I look like a Burger King burger because I've got third degree burns all over my body. <laughs> At the same time, I'm bleeding out my eyes. Are you what? My eyes. Your eyes. Eyes out my eyes. Yeah. You're the doctor. Even the most chilled out surgeon is going to be like, where the heck do I even start? And Mm. that's how I answer the question. Mm. Where do we even start? Mm. Because we need cover in literally every position apart from the wing. Well, what you're forgetting is this. You're forgetting two things from that. The first one is is the stoicism of we're not playing people immediately when we buy them. I don't think that's an option anymore. No, no. That's and the not. second thing is we actually need cover for cover because yeah, we yeah. we don't know we don't have any strikers at the minute. No, we don't have a, a, so obviously Dan James will be playing up front against West Ham. We know that's going to yeah. happen. Um, he's he's done all right for us. He's not twenty five million quid's worth or whatever we paid for him. I mean, we've been held over a barrel for that. Um, he, I felt, yeah, I felt like that was a pa- that was a panic buy. That was that was that's, that was, ro- that's that was Rolos in the checkout, mate. That was Rolos in the checkout. Although that is a better twenty five mil than Chris Woods. So I, I think in that's not false a great comparison to make. Yeah. It is a false equivalency. However, the, I I do see some chinks of light in terms of his overall play and what he's but the, doing. The, the issue but is he's still the, not. The reason, he's still not. Good, the reason I'll never team. come out and say it's a terrible buy is because actually the conditions of him playing are just so yeah. out there that I yeah. we need a full fit team and then and all the rest of it. Yeah. But I, I saw him and Harrison. A lot of money. I, I, lot of I money. put them as the same player in a lot of ways, but he seems to be taking small steps forward, whereas Harrison I, I is still inexplicably missing open goals all over I, the place I have and hitting Harrison. the first man. Go I on. have a problem with Harrison. Go on. <laughs> If any other team had him and he'd done that up and down business, they would be honestly, genuinely having a discussion now about, I'm I'm not sure he's fit for us anymore. I'm not sure he's a right fit. Um, hmm. um, we see it all the time. One good season, develop, so it goes develop, develop, one good season and then catastrophic. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I'm very, very quickly running out of, but look how much, Spacey covers, or look, he he beat that person one on one. It's like I need a, I need a, I need some main products. Need some main products. He's not, a, he's not a clever footballer. He he's a, he's an athlete. He's yeah. he's, I mean, he is a specimen. Yeah. But he, he, I I take Pablo Hernandez over him every day, and and that is yes. a really retrograde thing even to now. say, and even it's really now. annoying. Yeah, even now, actually, I think I would because I still would trust that Pablo might might leave. Furpo a little bit sort of exposed at the back in terms of tracking back but I know that in that tight game Pablo's picking that pass whereas what I know Harrison is doing is he's either missing the open goal or his cross on 89 minutes is hitting the first man every time yeah so listen the transfers we can sit here and speculate about it but the fact is I've got a prediction that I want to make but we've got a special section for my predictions but we'll talk about you've got a prediction (laughs) but Realistically, like Nostradamus, kind of, yeah, um, <laughs> in a weird way. But this was your idea, wasn't it? Because you know yeah. how how close I am to uh, to getting things right all the time. So what are you I, saying? I, I, what I've noticed, you mm. is what you like to do is it, it's the shotgun approach. It's the it's the projectile vomiting approach, <laughs> which is you vomit predictions into the faces of our listeners. Yes. And what happens, every so often, a chunk of carrot remains on the cheek. And I think what that does 
is it gives you a false sense <laughs> of uh, your predictive prowess. Yeah. In that I, I genuinely think you're slightly, if you weren't such um, a rationalist, I think yeah. you would think you were prescient. I think if you were born in the Victorian <laughs> era, you would be travelling around shows, yeah, yeah. predicting things, and then leaving yeah. town. People would have paid yeah. hundreds of pounds to have you predict them, but then you're gone. You, you're snake. gone. You left them with the snake oil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and so, okay. so what I want to do is I want to bring a little bit of levity to this by each week having you make your prediction, mm. but we are in a randy sort of way, R-A-N-D-I, <laughs> I am going to be your Randy. <laughs> I bet you are, boy. You dirty cue, little article. Cue, cue the music for Stu Stradamus. <laughs> Stu Stradamus. There are times when you have to admit your defeats and failures. There are times when you have to admit you are wrong, but for one man, this time will never come. <laughs> Strustadamus, step forward. Mere mortals, sit down and listen to the predictions of the fine game we call football. Yeah, that's delightful. So, here's my prediction. So, I'm going to give you two predictions. Okay, they go both going to re- refer to this. This is unusually organised. All of this. Um, it's going to refer to the transfers and to the result next week. So listen, before I crack on with that, yeah. three. I think three of the biggest games in recent history coming up, and I think actually the West Ham game at the weekend is is actually really winnable. I genuinely think that. Yeah. But it can't be on the basis of playing. Wait, are you pre- are you predicting things now, or are you just talking both? So, all right, okay. I'm going to make a prediction. <laughs> there's going to be there's three oh. kinds of results that can happen this weekend. <laughs> no, no, listen, listen, listen. What I'm going to say is this: I'm going to give like an, an and or on the basis that depending on how it's approached. Now, if yeah, we approach yeah. it like we did last weekend, we're going to lose by three, Hedging by bets. three or four, yeah, yeah, by three or four goals easily. Yeah. Easily going to lose. Is by there three. someone in the audience called John? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> If we play like we did last weekend, we'll lose by three or four goals, I think, and I think quite comfortably. However, yeah, okay. if we start like we did last weekend and then somehow pull back from the edge and defend a lead, I think I yeah. think we'll win. The only thing, yeah, I, I, yeah, okay. That's, but I don't think we'll do that. But it is winnable. Prediction one. Prediction one. We will either win or we will lose. Unless Prediction we one. kind of cancel each other out and it's either a goalless or we both score and there's a draw. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Here's my prediction. Here's my prediction. Right, let me just rub my temples. Okay. Let me rub my temples. I think we're going to win 2-1. And I think that will be the result of the season for us thus far. I'm writing down. 2-1. On my pad that I've got right here. You can take that put that in the bank. Stu Stradamus. Yeah. 2-1 victory leads. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll return to that. Okay. And tran- transfer transfers wise, we're not going to buy anyone. We won't buy anyone. Done. That's 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 a bold prediction. We won't buy we won't buy, we won't anyone. buy anyone. We're, well, let, let's let's tell you this. Now. I tell you now. I, I, don't this, Lev- I don't know if the spirits are coming in strong. <laughs> oh, on on ooh. on deadline day, um, on deadline day. Up to the last half an hour, there'll be strong, we'll be strongly linked with someone and then frankly it just it will just fall through. It it won't happen. I'm telling you, it won't happen. It, and I'm not going to include under 23s or under 18s because I'm sure we'll buy a okay, raft of that's them. That's what I wanted clarification. I'm sure we'll buy a raft okay. of them. I'm crossing that out. I'm crossing that we, out. We are not going to buy. We are not going to buy anyone that's above the age of 22, 23 that will go straight into the first team and we'll get a result with. You put that in your bank. There you go. Shustadamus. <laughs> People start calling me that around my way when I'm on the way to uh, the co-op to get some cheddar. No, 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 no. You you miss hearing the word pervert. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So there you go. That's it. Right. Uh, let's now wander into. That's incredible. That's incredible. Let's wander into. Um, let's wander into the philosophy part of the. Should we do the philosophy part? I, got, I think so. Got a brilliant bit of philosophy. Have you got the, the, you, know, the, you know the only problem with the philosophy bit 
is that cool. there's people from a certain part of this country that I don't think will get it. You know what? <laughs> the thing is, I think I think you know, we 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 famously and and deliberately treat our listeners with nothing but disdain. I mean, bordering on hatred if we cared enough, mm. but we don't. Um, but actually, I think ultimately the majority of them are generally discerning folk. Mm. But there are a group from, I don't know, places like, just off the top of my head, Tewkesbury, oh, yeah, yeah. where um, their main, incidentally, mm. their main hotel that you can stay at <laughs> has numerous one star reviews yes, 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 uh, yes, yes, yes. I won't name it here because I don't want to be sued by the hotel no. but you know it's talking about a carpet that you just wouldn't want to bring a black light anywhere near yeah. the smell of grime yeah, yeah, yeah. mattresses rock solid with, with pillows that fight back yeah with a breakfast so greasy yeah. that you slip in and out of the room before yeah. you can put anything is it, in is, it the, is it the kind of place where um the curtains are all gummy because people will just wipe their cocks on them on the way out. You don't, you don't touch the yeah. curtains. Yeah, yeah. and this is ironically safer there from the coronavirus than anywhere else. Yeah. Probably because you've contracted MRSA. <laughs> um, that that's a, I think people from Tewkesbury <gasps> and that sort of area won't get the philosophy bite section no. that we're going to do now. So but that's for, fine. for this bit, just stare out the window and let your tongue loll out your mouth. And 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 and, and when yeah. when when this is finished, we'll tell you it's finished. We'll, we'll declare it, and then you can you can yeah. you can pull yeah. up the saliva, and then you can carry on listening to yeah. it football if you want. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Brilliant. Right, so this is the bit where it goes all oity toity and that. So, there you go. Yeah, it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, boys, a little mean. <laughs> okay, right, so listen. A couple of weeks ago, I saw that... What's um, the philosophy? What's the philosophy? He was a big fan it? of me, big fan of his podcast, Elon Musk. Um, he oh, uh, t- tweeted out... You were, ch- you were chatting about it, were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he tweeted out this a thing that we've spoken about at great lengths in the past mm. um, because it fits football so perfectly. The 50 cognitive biases to be aware of so you can yeah. be the very best version of you. Yeah. Um, so fair play to him. And what I want to do is just run a couple past you Especially yeah. in transfer, rumour, kind of like, uh, mm. again, the moral philosophy of running clubs and stuff. Yeah. Run, a, run a couple past you. One that you talk about all the time, mostly because you're a victim of it. The Dunning-Kruger yeah. effect. Do you want to just oh, int- yeah. <laughs> introduce the Dunning-Kruger effect? Yeah. Um, and how, how, does that, how does that apply to football? The Dunning-Kruger effect is, is, is basically the thickest person in the room <laughs> feels the strongest about the accuracy of their opinion. And that's why um, my career has just rocketed from from pillar to post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, yeah. that is literally how we've managed to get ourselves a moderately successful podcast. Mm, 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 and then replaced it with this. Do you, the, think the, um, the Dunning, do you think the Dunning-Kruger effect is most potent in the actual players? Or do you think it's in effect, managers or do you think it's in, in fans? Uh, the Dunning-Kruger effect, I think, affects, affects us all. And I, and I think... To, to various different degrees. So the idea ultimately is that the the effect traces how confident you feel able to speak on a subject and how confident your opinion is, is I guess, valid based on how much you know about that subject. And, and what happens is those who know very, very little speak with huge confidence on subjects they know very little about whereas the more you know about that subject actually it, that, the the graph drops right to the bottom and you speak with mm. very little confidence and the and the graph doesn't really rise a huge amount and almost the no, sense no, is no. the more you know about something the less confident you are about it and so i, I look at bielsa mm. and i think he's quite a long way across the the dunning kruger effect graph in terms of he's he he would probably be the first to say, well, I think this has happened. I think this has happened, but I just, I don't know enough about what's going on here. When actually in the amount he knows is huge. Whereas you've got a, a John Dyke, who he knows exactly why the team lost the game. And it's because they didn't eat have enough gravy beforehand. Stop. I've got Sean Dyke on the phone right now. <laughs> um, hello, Sean, are you there? 
can we just talk us through? Um, we're just talking about the um, Dunning Kruger effect. On oh, the I know everything about Dunning Kruger effect. <laughs> <laughs> to the, what? To the point of expertise? Yeah, I've never heard of it, but I, I, I'll give it a stab. Okay, well. I'm going to share a, a thought with you, a, a philosophy, a notion. Now, my first introduction to the um, Dunning-Kruger effect, I think, was possibly my introduction to Plato, as as I'm sure you've been introduced to Plato before. Um, I, spoke... I use I use Plato at least four <laughs> times a week because when you've got the gravy, it needs somewhere to stay, else it just yeah. goes on the table. Well, Plato famously said, you know, something to the effect of, um, "All I know is that I know nothing." Um, and so he dispels immediately that, that sense of the Dunning-Kruger effect. How, how does that kind of like sit within your own consciousness? I'll tell you what I know loads about nothing. <laughs> it's the Sean Dice way. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. What, you, Thank you, for... what, you, what you've got to do is you've got to look at what's going on. You've got to speak with confidence and passion. <laughs> and you've got to say that true honesty and grit starts with a good pastry-filled diet. <laughs> it starts with an honest half pint of bitter shandy. Mm. And then what you do is you just blame everybody else for your problems. That's the Dunning-Kruger way. Yeah. And um, can I just ask you a quick question before you leave us? Um, do you think it's appropriate to wear a jacket when going out in the snow or just wearing a shirt? I wear literally nothing <laughs> when I go out in the snow. That's the Sean Dyke way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank, thank you, Sean. Thank you. Now, just coming back from that madness for a second. Um, one thing I'm really interested in, and, and this is something that I went semi-fanatical about, I think, when I was in my third year of university, um, yeah. because I was interested in the idea of confirmation bias, and yeah. and the, the, it's kind of the philosophy of self, like thinking about how do your belief systems evolve and the rest of it. Yeah. Now, it was, it was introduced to me as the Barnum effect, um, but okay. it's also called the Fora effect, and it's the idea that, and I think this is interesting in terms of Bielsa, um, we easily attribute our personalities to vague statements, even if they can apply, even if they can apply to a wide range of people. So, for instance, um, we say things like, "People from, you know, coach, coaches from South America believe these things," yeah. or, and I think that's really interesting for Bielsa because I think it's part of the kind of like delusion that a fan base has with him is that sense of. Um, well, Bielsa won't do that because that's not what Bielsa does. That's not Bielsa ball. As soon as you start to have a nomenclature of like uh, 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 for certain ways of working, that's when you start to create this almost um, fateful aspect to it. Like, um, oh, he won't allow that to happen or he won't do that because that's not what he does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's that sense of that. Um, it's, it's really interesting. Just I've just touched on it there, but confirmation bias. Do you want to talk to me about that? Yeah, well, confirmation bias is is one of those things. So it, it's a lot of those that believe that the club was cursed by a gypsy mm. witch. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, the confirmation bias of our players all being injured now will will cut in, and they will see a very generalistic, wholly inaccurate um, sort of link as mm. proof of a very specific situation. So. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think of it this way. Um, oh, you're a Leo. <laughs> the stars and planets will not affect your life in any way. Oh, you're yeah, a Scorpio. Yeah. The stars and planets will not affect your life in any way. You're a Capricorn. The stars and planets will not affect your life in any way. Um, but yeah. for those slightly credulous people or the people looking for something, um, to a, a link to draw, because that's what we're always doing. We're always looking for those links. The one time that they read... The Sagittarius is what they are um, that says, oh, you're, you're going to come into a little bit of money today and they find 20p on the floor. Suddenly the stars and planets affect your life in every way. And it, it's the, 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 the dissonance between the, the truth of a situation and a general statement that can apply to everything. You know, we, we were joking about Stu Stradamus. So there are only Johns in the room. <laughs> well, that, that's in some ways, you know, um, the Barnum effect coming into place there. My name's mm. John. They're saying they're a psychic. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, all psychics are real. So so I think in football, that's a really interesting one because I think every single club and every single set of fans, a really interesting thing for us to consider is do groups of fans have their own um, cognitive biases? You know, So maybe as leads, we, we are victims of the Barnum effect. Everyone's against us, but we yeah. don't care. Well, yeah. ask Millwall fans about that. 
they actually think everyone's against us. No one cares. Ask Arsenal fans about. Mm-hmm. No, don't. They, they're not actually. They don't have a clue about anything. Ask Aston Villa fans. Everyone's against us. We don't care. You know. So maybe we're all suffering from the Barnum effect, which is taking really generalistic comments yeah. and 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 hyper um, specifying them into situations. So um, you know, another example um, would be. Um, you know what Rashford needs to do is stop focusing on the politics and scoring goals. Um, and then the moment he shoots and doesn't score, it's because he's focusing on the politics. Yeah. No, it might be that he's playing in a system that doesn't work for him, yeah. and actually he's 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 not in, in a good area of form at the moment. Because because the equivalency of that is a football player that watches horror films every night before he goes to bed. And you go, well, you should watch less horror films and concentrate more on practicing shooting. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it, it can apply to every, anything. But it just so happens just, to have that kind of like political gravitas. I, t- I tell uh, you what, yeah. the, the, Myers-Briggs, which a lot, of, a lot of people probably have heard of or have done, you know, the personality testing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they have built a multi-billion dollar industry based on the Barnum effect. We're going to say, oh, you're slightly extroverted. Oh, it means you like being around people. Or you're slightly introverted. Oh, it means you like being by yourself. We all like being around people. We all like being by ourselves. But Mm. when somebody says one of those things to us, we're like, that is me. Oh, that is me. And a bit like that in in terms of the way it goes with football. It's like, oh, yeah, of course we're going to get injured more than anyone else because of the gypsy curse. Or nobody likes our team, so the referees are going to give decisions against us because we're leads. It's general yeah. in specific situations. Well, one this is interesting because you've actually touched upon the next one I was going to talk about, which is the false consensus. So this kind of idea that we believe more people agree with us than actually is the case. Um, yeah. And and there's that sense of like, ask anyone, they'll tell you the same. You know, yeah. they're they're all against us. Yeah. We're destined to do this. You know, yeah. ask any Leeds fan, you know, they'll tell you that this has always been the way that things have gone. And it's like, it, it, it's it's I guess it's, in some ways, the false consensus is is what social media has jumped all over, you know. Yeah. Because what you do is you enter an echo chamber of everything that you think, um, but with different faces and different names, and you go, "Well, that's it then." So, despite the fact that you know there's seven point one billion people in the world, because you tweet something or because you put something on Instagram and it gets fifty likes, you go, "I knew it." Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, you know, and it just turns into fact, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think the I think the whole cryptocurrency thing is is. <laughs> I think false. I think the false consensus is there. Like there are. Do you are think, a group, do you think he's are, taking the piss out of us? Do you think by um, tweeting this out, he's he's openly taking? Of course the piss he out is. Of us? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I, I think that there are there are people who are trading cryptocurrencies, but it's made out like a lot more people are doing it than actually are. And, and so what that does, though, is oh, false yeah. consensus sometimes drives us into a, an actual yeah. true consensus. When it comes to football, the false consensus thing, I think, is huge. What's great is that, that Leeds, Leeds fans seem to be split down the middle on pretty much every single issue. Sack mm. Bielsa, don't ever say anything bad about Bielsa. And if you ask any one of them, they're pretty yeah. certain that there's a lot more people that agree with them than, than disagree with them. Yeah. Listen... Talking about that, I think probably this is a good time to uh, we're gonna we're gonna have got a special feature which is apology of the week. Now, oh yeah, we really <laughs> need to apologise. Well, hang on, wait, 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 wait. So I think there's a lot of people we should apologise to. Um, would you like to? Um, would you like to apologise to one or two people? I don't, I don't know who from a certain part of the country. I don't know. Just I mean, I guess Stu, I, I want to be honest with you for a moment. Yeah, we all have bad days, and mm. Leeds injury crisis. The fact that Stu Stradamus has predicted that we're not going to get it all in January transfer. Yeah, and I, yeah. it confirmed what I was thinking. Yeah, that you we say things that we regret and we respond mm. in ways in the heat of the moment. Mm. And I guess what I want to apologise tonight about is uh, mm. is I want to apologise to the people who have to live in Dukesbury. <laughs> that we I feel are adding to their misery mm. if you're living in Tewkesbury if you like mm. to you know, comment on on social media about things and if you consider yourself to be a Leeds fan particularly a Tewkesbury white you could say mm. I want to apologise to you for the fact that you live where you do 
that you have the life that you do <laughs> that leads you to the point where you not only interact with us on social media but you actually are listening to us right now mm -hmm. i can only imagine the depths that your soul has been dragged into and i apologize for your very existence mm. thank you for that that'll do that'll do sodom now yeah if they don't take that they can stick it yeah all right yeah so listen um there's a couple of other things to say before we before we leave it here before we leave it here the first one is um that um i called up my old mate angelos epithema and uh i said to him that um you and i had some very stark kind of chats about the future of the podcast yeah and he, he won't have it he won't have it and he and he, you know and i know for a fact that he called me up afterwards after i put the phone down and he, and he left a message he said play this to sigh okay um and he was talking about the podcast, talking about you, and yeah, um, and this Please is what he had to say. After the tone. I leads, therefore I am, will live on forever. And it will live on forever, because once it's stuck on the internet, that's it. It just stays there, so it will live on forever. Which is also nice, it's sort of nice, you know, as long as you're up for that sort of thing, Simon. All the best, Simon, you big queer. Okay, bye-bye. He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not He's not. What's great about that is, what's great about that is, people listening will think that one of us has 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 done a really bad impression of Angelos. Yeah, no, but that no, is that, genuinely, yeah, that is genuinely him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I, I think that's one of the best things him, I've um, ever heard. I see him at that food bank down the road, and he's he's always got massive. He's always got a massive bag filled with beans, and I can never tell whether he's dropping off or picking up. But, yeah, uh, I think he's doing a bit of both. I think he, yeah. I think he's neutral. I think he breaks even there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He comes away with his fair share of rice pudding and beans, I think. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing to say is this. We've got a Patreon now. Now, I know that when I, t when I called you up and said we have a Patreon, you said, oh, who, when's he signing? And then I had to pull it back and say, no, no, no. And I explained to you what it was because, you know, you're a disgusting, yeah. kind of like defecating yeah. Luddite. Um, I still don't really fully understand what it is. No, 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 no. I didn't think you did. Um, but, um, yeah, so... We've got this thing, and what we're, the way we're going to work it is this. Um, it, it's, it's dead cheap, and we're going to basically work it like a, an illegal lottery. So if you put some money in, what we're going to do every single uh, every single month, we're going to pull the money and then give it to someone. So if you want to sponsor our Patreon thing, then what we'll do is we'll, do, we'll be all above board, you know, after we've had, you know, milk and bread money out of it. Um we'll be above board and what we'll do is we'll say if there's X amount of people we'll put it all in put the name in there bang bosh send it to you via PayPal or some shit like that I, I literally I literally don't understand no I know you don't and, and also you know if you pay for this then you should be sectioned um, yeah, you, yeah. You're, not, you know, you're not technically paying technically paying for this you, you're paying for a chance to, to win some money so it's illegal I'm sure there's all kinds of laws and stuff that means that especially you because you've got a very, very dodgy history. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a step off the clink. Yes. It, it, yes. It's like, I mean, and that, that like, is that you're not referring to prison now, are you? You're referring to yeah. your, your, your sexual peccadilloes. Yeah, yeah. You are a step off of the clink, right up yeah. there. Yeah. But um, so that that's how the Patreon is going to work. Patreon, Patreon. What do you want to call it? I, I don't know. I'm not the person to ask. No, right. So that's how it's going to work. If you want to put. I think it's two fifty, and then you might be the splendid owner of seventeen pound fifty. Imagine that. What would I you get? If I gave you seventeen pound fifty, what would you get? What would I three get weeks, right now? Three weeks, three weeks shopping, fiver in the petrol tank. Seventeen pounds fifty. I'd get a copy of White Dwarf. Uh, I'd get <laughs> the genuine branded Pepsi Max. Yep. And I would then something to do, something to do with Warhammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I'd get the magazine so I could read the stories, uh, yeah. and then after that, I think I'd probably uh, I throw don't know, the, buy some sweeties. I think you'd, you'd throw the money at a tramp, wouldn't you? But not like not place it in their hat. You'd throw oh no, it yeah, the, yeah their in face. their face. Yeah, after yeah. having licked it, having licked it. Yeah. Okay. Listen. So there we go. I tell you what. That's a scintillating hour and five minutes for absolutely free. You want a chance to get your hand on seventeen pound fifty? You know what to do. Um, there's only one thing left to say. Hi. 
please. See you, mate. That's where I am. I need this for I am.